Hey everybody, Griffin here. Before we get into this episode, I just have to let you know, um, we recorded this on Thursday, March 17th, literally about 20 minutes. We wrapped up the recording about 20 minutes before Devontae Adams got traded, so a lot of what we talk about here, we spend a lot of time talking about wide receivers, how the Packers need a number two receiver, how, what free agents are available at receiver that we could possibly sign to play opposite Devontae Adams. Yeah, all of that is out the window. It doesn't matter, but I still feel like there's some valuable discourse here, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun list. And also, it's our first ever in-person podcast. Braun has been staying at my house, and this is our first ever in today in Titletown history uh, in-person podcast. So I felt like we had to put this out. And there, you know, there is still some of this. Some of this is still relevant, and some of it still matters. So it's worth a listen. Give it a listen. Um, just know that, uh, yeah, we did not know that Devontae Adams got traded. We did make a podcast. If you missed it, it's the one before this talking about the Devontae Adams trade. So give that one a listen for our initial reactions. So I think it's still worth a listen. But you just have to keep that in mind. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Today in Sound Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at All Day Packers. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Braun, who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers. Braun, how are you across the country? I'm not just joined by my good friend Griff. We're sitting right next to each other. Sitting it's our right first in person. First time in yes. person. Very exciting. We've known each other for years. He finally flew down to Florida, which is where I live. And we're having a great time. He's here for spring break. He he's been here for too long, I'd say. Too long. <laughs> no, you've been we've we've had fun. We've been playing basketball, playing a lot of football. It's been a good time. Now we're finally getting to sit down and record an in-person podcast. How have you been, Bron? Have I been a good host? No, you haven't, but I'm here anyway. <laughs> no, of course. It's been great. And I'm excited now we're getting on the pod here. A lot to discuss with this free agency stuff going on. Um, not much going on in Packerland though in terms of outside guys per usual, but we're going to talk about it anyway and hope and pray that we get somebody even though there's no chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> oh, we signed uh, a punter, though. You want to talk did, about that? We did get the punter. What's his name? O'Donnell? Pat O'Donnell. Pat Bears O'Donnell. punter. Bears punter. Love signing players from the Bears. He's got a lot of experience. Yeah, a lot of experience punting. Yep. <laughs> no one's made that joke yet. No. But, you know, it's you think it's funny that uh, in 2019, we go on this signing spree of Zadari Smith, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, Billy Turner, and it's like, oh, the tide is turned in Green Bay. They're not the franchise they used to be. For the past three years, man, we're back to the franchise that we used to be. This is <laughs> this is such a boring time to be a Packer fan, man. We're watching the, the Los Angeles Rams coming off a of Super Bowl who were negative $22 million over the cap freaking three days ago. They just signed Allen Robinson to $15.5 million per year. Meanwhile... We're doing nothing, man. It's so annoying. Why, why, why are we treated like this as Packer fans? This is—it's the sad thing, man. You know how bad I wanted a Rob, man, and for him to go to the Rams, who already have like six different wide receivers that are more talented than our number two, it just sucks. <laughs> I mean, I really wanted him, but of course, you know, he goes to the Rams because they—they they really needed another guy. You know, they did, dude. It they was needed a, it was another a need guy. For them. And the, all that money they had, the cap that they had available, it just they had to use it somewhere. So yeah. um, important for them to go get another receiver. And, you know, that gives us a great opportunity to, to get uh, Tyler Davis more reps at the tight end position. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so as of right now, the Packers roster, it looks very similar to how it did last season, minus a couple guys like MVS, Rasul right now, Chandon Sullivan right now, not under contract, Robert Tunyon. And, uh, like, I've seen people talking about the Packers receiver room 
being good enough, like not too bad, knowing that Randall Cobb is going to be here next year, which a lot of people, including myself, didn't really think was going to happen. I did, though. Yeah, I know you did. Um, it's The receiver room consists of Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard. Hopefully Devontae, first of all. Yeah, hopefully Devontae. Alan Lazard is the number two. Alan Lazard is the number two. Did that get you excited? It doesn't get me excited. No, of course not. I mean, we need another. We always know. The one thing I've been saying, I've been saying this for months now, we need, actually you've been saying it for years, but the one thing we about need. five years now. Yeah, about seven, eight, I, I don't know. I think I came out the womb saying we need another receiver, but this <laughs> is the problem. We don't have a number two that is elite enough to help take the double coverage off Devontae, and instead what happens is we're still throwing to Devontae. He's getting double coverage. It's more challenging for our offense to score points. The one thing that opens up this offense that makes it better is getting another guy, whether it's through the draft, pretty early, because if you're going to count on a, a draft pick to come in and contribute right away, he's got to be Justin Jefferson level, Jamar Chase level, come in right away and make an impact. Or you go get a guy like Allen Robinson. You go get a guy like Will Fuller, who's even, you know, that's debatable if he's even good enough, but that's probably the best guy left. Julio Jones is available. That's a guy I'd like to get. Julio Jones is a guy that Rodgers probably wants to recruit. That You know, talking about last year, how he wants to be a part of the, re- the recruiting process to bring in free agents because they want to come play with him. He was talking about guys like Julio Jones, who just got released by the Titans yesterday. That's a guy we should bring in, man. A veteran, doesn't have a Super Bowl. He, his touchdowns are the worst part of his legacy. Rodgers will get him a few touchdowns. Think about Julio trying to regain his all-pro form with the best quarterback he would ever have played with. You know, obviously with Aaron Rodgers trying to regain that form in Green Bay, helping us try to win a Super Bowl. That's exactly what we need. You know, he's he could be coming cheap, too, but the problem is Tom Brady's trying to recruit him also. Things are going crazy right now, but the only team that isn't making moves that are contenders in the NFC is the Green Bay Packers. The only moves we've made, really, are the fact that we cut Zadarius Smith, and then he went on to... Sign and then unsign with the Ravens. There's so much to discuss. We haven't even, and first of all, we haven't gotten Rasul back, and we cut our great tackle, Bill Turner, who I love, and that was a great move, obviously, because you love cutting good players. So, <laughs> why did we cut Bill Turner? I have no idea. Why did we cut Bill Turner? We just wanted to get rid of our starting right tackle. Weird, weird move. Weirdest of the of the free agency period for sure. Well, we got. Devondre Campbell back. There's so much to That's discuss. That's the best one. Devondre. We're just kind of spewing yeah. stuff out we'll, here We'll right get now. to all this stuff. There's a lot to going on. But all right, So what do you want to do? What are, we, what are we talking about I don't here? know. What do, you, what do we start with? Let's get back to the receivers because Marquez Valdez-Scantling, still available, still unsigned. Uh, today today is like the third, fourth day of free agency, I'm pretty sure. Still unsigned. A lot of people thought he'd be signed by now. A lot of people thought he was probably going to get big money, like uh, like upwards of $10 million a year people thought Marquez would be able to get. But he's still unsigned, which... I don't know, it makes me think he's not going to get a big contract. And uh, I, I mentioned this earlier to you, Brown. Maybe he comes back. What if he comes back on like a $3 million deal? I mean, Bron, Bron, I don't think you'd be happy about that. I, $3 million is a little different. We could always, I mean, the speed he brings is definitely important, but like they, they, they're not willing to sign anybody. If we get Marquez back and then just assume that everything is fine and dandy, I mean, that's just not the case. We need to improve there. We need to get somebody who's actually able to take the double coverage away from Devontae Adams. I cannot stress that enough. Um, that's the problem. And Marquez can't do that on his own. He just doesn't garner that kind of respect, even though he is breaking open down the field quite a bit when he is in the game. It's just not the same level of if you have a guy like Julio, who teams are going to respect and understand is a, is an actual threat on the outside. Um, we just don't have that right now. Nobody's going to double Alan Lazard. Nobody's going to double Marquez Valdez-Scantling. That's the thing. We need to get somebody who's 
able to garner that type of respect and also give Rodgers the confidence to, to throw it to him more times than not, especially when we're talking about guys on the outside because we've got Randall Cobb. We drafted Amari Rodgers for the slot. I feel like our slot is in a good position right now. Our slot is guys. in more than a good enough position. Those is... two guys, can, especially with Cobb coming back healthy on that gorgeous pay cut that he took because he's truly what everything what it means to be a Green Bay Packer. He epitomizes it. And um, Amari Rodgers, I feel like he can come in and, and after a year returning kicks a little bit, can get more involved in the offense as well. So it's time to get an outside guy that can really help contribute, put this offense over the hump while the defense is in a great position to help us win a championship. Everyone talks about how in the the playoff loss to San Francisco, how Rodgers only threw it to Devontae, which is true. He ignored Alan Lazard on the last throw of the game where he was wide open. But, I mean, minus Randall Cobb, who he, for whatever reason, didn't target once in that game. Did he target him once? I, I'm not sure. But he didn't throw to him very much, at, if at all. But, I mean... Alan Lazard has had some brutal drops in 2021. It's not surprising that there's not a lot of guys that Rodgers trusts outside of Devontae Adams. Getting a guy like Julio or Will Fuller, which is never going to happen, <laughs> like getting one of those guys is going to help the offense because Aaron's going to be comfortable throwing to him. And he loves Marquez as a human. He loves Alan Lazard as a human. Loves them as teammates. He loves them as the role players. He talks about them being role players. But, man, can we get someone in that room who's not just a role player other than Devontae Adams? The one guy that we've been linked to so far is Jarvis Landry, who is a pure slot guy. Right, dude, Jarvis would make no sense. It just makes no sense. I mean, we need an outside guy. Jarvis is going to command all the inside attention if we were to sign him, but the problem is, like we mentioned, Randall Cobb is still there, and he's playing productive when he's in. And I am so glad to have him. And then Amari Rodgers, we just drafted in the third round to kind of be the understudy to Randall in that role. Now, what's the what does that picture look like when Jarvis enters the room? Not like we'd ever sign a player, but hypothetically, <laughs> if we were to sign him of all people, when we've got guys out there that would make more sense, that's not the guy we're looking at. I just don't think that's the right move. But yet, that's the one guy that has actually been reported is that we've had interest in in terms of receivers so far. Gudikun said about the, the Rodgers extension that... We're gonna. It's. It gives us flexibility to maintain and enhance the roster, man. Like, that punter God, sure did it. What are we waiting for to enhance My the roster, goodness. man? I'm like sick. The the frustrating thing about Allen Robinson is he's kind of been the guy this whole process where you've had him in the back of your mind. You've he's continued to be unsigned, and it's like maybe that can still happen. Everyone that gets signed is like, oh, that sucks. But you know, A Rob is still available. He signs. What was the deal he got in L.A.? It was a three year deal, forty six and a half. I'm pretty 15 sure fifteen and a half per year. Per man. year. I mean, what a joke. If we gave him that money, I would be like, ooh. That's that's a lot of money for Allen Robinson. I don't know if he's that guy. But I don't understand how the Rams are able to find this pocket change to give to guys like this. This is the problem, Griff. How I don't many understand. times have I said this? How many times have I said this cap space garbage? It's just that. <laughs> it is a total load of garbage. I don't want to yeah. hear anybody talk about cap space anymore. I don't want to hear anybody say that we can't afford this or we can't afford that. Because the L.A. Rams continue to just spend and spend and spend. But they can spend because whatever reason, because they're L.A. and they're flashy and they want to win. But when we when we bring up the idea, when I bring up the idea of signing guys like Allen Robinson, like these other teams, like the Bucks and the Rams and the Chiefs and whoever else and the Saints, all these teams are making moves like that. We can't do it? Why can't we be a part of that fun? I want to get players that are good on our football team. I'd like to win a Super Bowl. 
We need to make a Super Bowl move. I've said this over and over. This is now three years where we've come up short because I feel like we didn't have enough good players in the spots that we needed the good players to go out and win. The main thing we've been missing the, the last three years is a receiver that opens up the field for Devontae and gives Rodgers another all-star option on the outside. While the teams that have won, the Bucks, the Rams, the Chiefs, they've all got multiple options with either elite speed, elite hands, accessible in the middle of the field. We don't have that. We just don't have an elite option to take away double coverage. And I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that. Rodgers, he commits... Uh, did we even talk about the Rodgers extension? You know what? I don't think we talked about the We Rogers haven't, extension. but this is a little bit more of a pressing... Can I just say, we, we all understand I was right. No, we don't yeah, need to say too no. much about it, right? Yeah. Or do you want to... No, you don't, you don't have to say I told you so. Yeah. Because if <laughs> I did, it would just be... You know, kind of redundant at this point. Yeah, Everybody knows that be, I've been yeah. on this Rogers thing for the longest time. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I did. I did join. I'm living in a dreamland, right? <laughs> We're both in the dreamland, and the dreamland is reality. But uh, in this dreamland, the Packers still don't sign free agents. It's called nightmare land. <laughs> um, they com- They get the commitment from Rogers for multiple years. He's going to be here this year. He's going to be here next year. Probably going to be here in 2024 as well. Um, unless he retires, but we get the commitment. You think this is the time that this isn't like the last, we're not doing the last dance anymore. It's not like every season feels like it could be the last one. This is like, this is going to be a new era, a new championship window that Goody just opened up with this Rogers deal and the salary caps going up. We've got all this money to spend. Rogers is only due. What is he? What's his cap hit? Like 28 million, 28 million. And think about this last year, we were in a position where Rogers and the Packers were not in a good place and they just couldn't participate in free agency. Theoretically, the the reports were that they could not participate in free agency because Rodgers and the Packers were not, you know, they had the deal that wasn't getting restructured. There was no resolution to that deal and that huge cap hit that he had, so they just didn't have the money to spend. That was that was the report, right? This year, they resolved it right before free agency, and you would think that now Rodgers can do some of those things he can go out and start recruiting if he wanted to. He can go out and, and call those guys, try to help them bring back guys like Rasul and Devondre. But instead, so far, we have not signed a single player. We have not been reported for anybody that would actually be relevant to the football team. Jarvis. Jarvis is the one guy that we've actually been linked to offensively, and it doesn't make any sense for us, and I doubt they'd make that move regardless. So I'm wondering what the holdup is here. What is the issue and where we're going to see Aaron Rodgers' influence start to come into play, like these other quarterbacks, like we're hearing Tom Brady, who obvi- we haven't even talked about how he's back, for goodness sakes, this guy's never going to die. <laughs> but we we now have to deal with the fact that the Bucks are back in the picture, and it makes it a little even more murky. And Tom Brady, you know, Russell Gage is deciding the receiver. He's deciding between where he wants to go, and he gets this call from Tom Brady, and he's like, wow, Tom Brady wants me to come play for him. And it's like, we need to start letting Rodgers do something like that. And because his voice carries, and he's got a lot of fans in this league, and if, and Rodgers calls Julio Jones. But the problem is Tom Brady's calling Julio Jones, and I doubt they even have any interest anyway. It's an uphill battle because they play in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So if you're given the opportunity of Florida, beautiful state. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's nice weather. And uh, if you're given the option between Florida and uh, Green Bay, most guys are going to go with 
floor it because you get it you're still playing with a great quarterback in Tom Brady. But you think like I'm not expecting this to be like twenty nineteen where we spend a jillion dollars on big you know, big big names like the Smith brothers, Amos. But you know, this feels like this feels like a season where we should be reloading, like actually committing to the reload, you know. Imagine if we like maintain and enhance were the yeah, words. Maintain and enhance. Imagine if we were able to just bring in a guy like Russell Gage. Like that would, that would be have been great. That would have been great. It's like wow, there's a lot of upside with that. There's it's somebody new to put in that room. Amari Rogers, third round pick. Like that was exciting. We're we're such we're so starved of receiver talent that a third round pick uh, is it, it was exciting to us, even though he didn't do anything last season. Maybe he can, but we need somebody else there, man. I mean, think about like how excited we're gonna get about the idea of like oh well at least. You know, this is the year they have to draft a receiver, and then they don't. And then now we're thinking, and of course I'm talking about the first round, when in reality, the only way that it's going to be beneficial for us to get a receiver is if we either A, trade up in the first round from 28, because 28 is just not good enough. They're going to have to trade up like they did for... They had no problem trading up for a backup quarterback <laughs> that's now irrelevant to this football team. They shouldn't have any problem getting a receiver that's going to help this offense get over the hump. That's just my opinion, but clearly nobody in that organization agrees with me, I guess, but... I don't know, you know? Oh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I feel like I made a pretty good point earlier when we were talking about the 2010 team, and it's like that team was full of homegrown talent. That receiver room was crazy. They drafted all those guys, James Jones, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. All those guys were picked up by Green Bay, drafted by Green Bay, and they were great players. And it's like the the front office has been just been chasing that to have that level of success again. And they've come up short. I mean, Alan Lazard, it's a great pickup from the Jacksonville Jaguars practice squad. No one thought he could have been able to contribute the way he has these past few years. But he's not a number two receiver, man. He's not a number two. And I feel like if Aaron's talking about how he wants to be the recruiter, has he been? Has he been? Maybe he has. But, like, come on, throw some money at these guys. A Will Fuller, give him some money. Now that Deshaun is in Atlanta, I feel like a lot of these guys are going to want to go play with him in Atlanta because it's a better state to live in probably than Green Bay, Wisconsin. But I don't know, man. Like, come on. Let's 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 shell out some money for some of these guys and get this team over the hump because they've done nothing to get this team over the hump. It feels like, man, they haven't made any contributions outside of Devondre Campbell, who they signed off the street and just happened to be an all-pro. And they re-signed him, thank God. Imagine if they let him walk. We're still waiting on Rasul, who was the same story with that guy. But, like, everyone talks about how last year we went all-in. Like, did we, though? Did we really go all no, in? No, we missed out on Odell Beckham Jr., who went to the team that won the Super Bowl. That was the <laughs> we missed out on Stephon Gilmore, and of course we got Rasul, and that Rasool. was good. But the, the one thing we needed was the receiver. We still have never gotten the receiver. That's the one thing we needed. Odell was that We're guy. We're still waiting for that freaking receiver, dude. Every time one comes available, you it's think unreal. it's finally our time to go grab him, and then for some reason we just aren't aren't the ones to go get him. I'm gonna. I will never forget, dude. Before the 2020 draft, we did a freaking podcast. We with Mason, uh, shout out Mason, come back on the pod. We did a podcast with Mason talking about all the receivers. We did a wide receiver only exclusive episode just talking about wide receiver prospects in that year's draft. And I remember saying, there's going to be, like, you know, we wanted a receiver last year, the year before, but there's no way we're not going to come out of the first round this year without a receiver. Ended up taking Jordan Love. Next year, same story. <laughs> Still didn't take a receiver. 
Oh my god, I'm, I'm sick of waiting, man. We're still waiting for the number two. It's such an obvious weakness on this team. And it's like, oh god, it's so frustrating. If they're not going to go out and sign somebody, the, the, the thing they need to do is go and give Jordan Love up to a team that needs a quarterback. Because at this point, Rodgers is on a four-year deal. I don't know how long he gets into that deal, but Jordan Love, it's not his time. I mean, he's going to be on his fifth year in two years. Team, Any team that's going to trade for him is going to want to get him on this this cheaper fourth year that he's going to be going into soon, like the, the where you don't have to make that decision. He's going into his third year now. They're going to want to get a chance to see him on a cheap money you know, contract, which he's on for this year, before they make that fifth year decision. And this is the opportunity. So now they have to go look at some of these teams. Like if Seattle, for instance, wanted to go and look at Jordan Love, do try to get Jordan Love for Tyler Lockett. Like that would that be crazy? That would be crazy. That would be excellent that would for a football crazy. team, though, right? It would Think be about how good that yeah. would be. Tyler Lockett, a complete deep threat, unbelievable. You know, he's a guy that's very underrated. Would be a great fit with Rodgers in this offense. That's an obvious. That would be incredible. Something they'd never do, but it, it would something I wish we could do, and yeah. we should. And it feels like that's something that. You know, maybe not that scenario exactly, but that's something that a team that has won the Super Bowl in the last two years would do. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who bring in Tom Brady from free agency, bring back Gronk. They they load that offense up, load that team up for a ring, and it works out. The Rams last year. I mean, after we beat the Rams in Week 12 of this year, we were all on our high horse talking about how, like, oh, the Aaron Nagler tweeting about how the Rams are playing fantasy football, which I posted on my account. Bad take. Braun, you have a post that is aged very poorly. We've all had those takes after that game specifically because it's like, oh, the Rams are trying to buy a ring. It's It doesn't work like that in this league. It does work like that in this league, dude. It does work like that. And we can do something in the realm of that while we're just sitting on our hands. And it's like, God, this always happens, man. I mean, enough of our complaining about the receiver room, which we do every single season. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers' extension and how the Jordan Love pick. Can we take our victory lap? Finally. Can we take the victory lap on the Jordan Love pick? Waste of a pick, man. It was never the same as the Rodgers scenario in 2005, which people thought it was. It's not that. It w- never was that. It's never going to be that. Jordan Love now is <laughs> probably going to be traded. I mean, right? You think he's going to be traded? I don't know. I, I mean, I have my doubts about actually them making maybe a not move this season, to improve but our I football feel like, team. But yeah. <laughs> maybe not this season, but I feel like his destiny in Green Bay is going to be he's, he's traded. If they, I, you know what would be less surprising is if they let him walk in free agency. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. I don't even For know. For a comp pick? <laughs> yeah. To get a good comp pick. That's so important, guys. Get that sixth round comp pick. Oh, just got a fake news text on that Watson report. Whoops. Okay, well... As of this second, whoops. we'll wait and see for that one. <laughs> Remember when Zadarius Smith was a Baltimore Raven? <laughs> We were together when we got that news today, and uh, that was, you know, for a brief second we thought, is he coming back to Green Bay? Do you think he's coming back to Green Bay? This is We're talking about Zadarius Smith, by the way. I Ooh. don't know. I wish. I hope. Because he took that deal that was about seven and a half per year. <laughs> he got $7 a year. <laughs> That's what I said earlier. He's going, he's going to play for the Ravens for potato chips. Like, what are you doing, Z? What are you doing? First you of all, if, he go, yeah, if he's going to go and leave Green Bay like that, I'd appreciate if oh, he boy. at least goes and gets his money. I mean, this guy should be making at least $16 million per year, and that's at least. He got a four-year, $66 million deal with us. And then he goes and signs a four-year, $35 million deal with his former team. That would have been highway robbery. It was. And then we just get the news today that he pulls out of that deal. 
And the one thing that I said earlier is you look at the, across the league this year in free agency so far, there's been quite a few of these deals where the, the team will sign a guy, but then the, the player will pull out and then return to his former team. But the only difference Griff brought up earlier, the difference between that those situations and this one, is that Z was cut from the Packers. These other guys were just free agents, so... Who's done that this year? Who's done that this year? J.D. McKissick did it, returns to Washington. Anthony DeBar did it a couple years ago. He faked out the Jets, returned to Minnesota. Randy Gregory was the other one, the big one. Okay, well, everyone thought he was re-signing. Everyone thought he he was re-signing. He went then skipped out of town to go to the Broncos. Yeah, so. That's happened a couple times, at least twice. Here's my dreamland scenario. Zedaria Smith signs that deal with Baltimore. Goody calls him up. Z, man. You know, it sucks that you had the that your time in Green Bay ended like it did, but we want you back, man. And if you're gonna play for that chunk of change, we will match it. In fact, we'll increase it by ten million dollars, the total contract. Number. Right. Maybe that happened. That's my dreamland. Aaron, <laughs> I, I wish that this is one of the situations where like, f- for him to take that kind of money is just disappointing because that's something we certainly should be able to afford and should be willing to pay for a guy that just months ago was saying, I want to be a Packer for life. He wanted an extension. And then we release him. It was very sour when he wasn't named the captain uh, of the defense, especially when we had three defensive captains. I mean, that guy is the heart and soul of our defense. Uh, He should be named the captain, right? And then, you know, things started getting sour, right? And now we're looking at a situation where he takes this money that we should easily be willing to pay. I would like to see Aaron Rodgers, Preston Smith, Brian Gutekunst, Matt LaFleur, I want, to th- I want them all to go out and, and talk to Z and convince him to come back because I feel like this is where he wants to be. It just felt like he wasn't getting the love that he deserved as one of the best defensive players in football. And that's what he was For before sure. last season's injury. And For they sure. treated him very poorly, and I empathize with the fact that he didn't want to be there because of it. But if they really, you know, if they want him back, then they should be willing to go out and, and make that kind of declaration to him. that and, and maybe that's the situation that occurred, but we'll see in the coming days. And you tell him, come back, come play with Aaron Rodgers, come win a ring, man. Come Help us. You, you love it here. He loved it. He enjoyed being a Packer, you know, for most of the his Smith time in Green Bros. Bay. The Super the Smith, Smith Bros. Bros. Come play with Preston Smith. They wore your T-shirt, Bron. They maybe wore still, my T-shirt. Those are my boys. Still in his closet, I'm sure, man. <laughs> Come on. Put it back on, man. Put it Come back on. on and that's your return, man. You're going to play it. for $7 million a year? Was that it? $7 million It was year, seven right? and a half, Griff. Oh, what a joke. God, man. That guy should Come be making on. at least sixteen For sure. And maybe, I mean, honestly, you could give him the same contract that we gave him in 2019. Four years, 66 mil. I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disgusted at There's that. There's no number. amount of money that I would be upset with. I mean, like that guy is a superstar. You can backload it. That's what teams are doing. That's what we're doing now. Devondre Campbell is on the book this year for four million dollars. That's what teams are doing. They're backloading the contracts. The cap is about to explode in like a year with the new TV deal that everyone's talking about. This is what everyone's doing. And I was when we got the news about Allen Robinson earlier, Braun. I was like, these the Rams are just kicking the can. Why do they have to stop? Why do they have to stop? You never have to stop kicking the can. I mean, nothing's going to... What did you say earlier? I, everybody always says the check's going to come due, yes, right? Yeah. And that's never true. I've never seen the check come due for the Chiefs or the Saints <laughs> because they're they're in the, about to trade for Deshaun Watson, potentially. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? And if they don't, they're going to be fine regardless because they've been kicking the can for years. And then think about these Rams now. They've been kicking the can so far down the road that it's been in another state now. They're not even in L.A. anymore. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, and Green Bay kicks the can too feet and everybody starts freaking out saying we're out of cap space 
everyone thought last year was the last dance, not only because Rogers, it was everyone kind of thought Rogers would leave after the season, but also because we were in a financial situation where there's no way we could have re-signed Devontae and bring back Rodgers. There was just no way that could ever happen. What do you know? It's going to happen. And next year, the cap is going to explode. It's going to be even more. And we're going to be able to pay these guys even more. And you can just keep kicking the can. The last dance isn't mandatory. We can just keep it going. Bring back Z. Give him money. Give him a signing bonus. Spread it out over the contract. Let him be a Packer. Bring in all these other guys. Trade for <laughs> trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Give Whoa. him <laughs> give him AJ <laughs> Dillon in his second round pick, man. I, what the I, I'm heck? I'm joking. That's, obviously, yeah, that's crazy. Make but make a move, man. We make need a to. Move. Like, can, we have never made a Super Bowl move. That's the problem. What is the last Super Bowl move that we could? I mean, like we haven't done it. It just <sighs> yeah. hasn't happened. There is no free agent that we've gone out and gotten that was like, okay, now we are ready to compete for that Super Bowl that we are desperate for. And this is because the real only thing that's going to put us over the hump at this point that we haven't tried is getting that receiver. And so far, we haven't done it. But we do have some receiver news because it looks like we just lost Equinemius St. Brown to the Bears. So the Bears just picked him up, and I don't know what kind of money it is, but he was destined elsewhere anyway in all, in all likelihood just because of the fact that he – wasn't making much, uh, many plays on offense, right? He was a good player, man. Good player I that we him. had. We, we both had potential. Liked him. We both yeah. liked him a lot for the potential that he had, but never came to fruition in Green Bay. So now, just another guy that we will not have under contract next year. You know, I there was a point in 2021 where I was saying. Man, split Lazard's reps with EQ, man. Because he was doing... Remember, we were using him on the motion stuff. We were giving him some end-arounds. He was making plays, I feel like. And this there was a time where um, Lazard couldn't catch a cold. He was dropping everything. And it was like, oh, let's give let's give EQ a chance. And they never really did. But, you know, I've always been a fan of him since we drafted him in 2018 with Mark Westvaldez-Scantling, which I will never forget because <laughs> I was like, God, we picked the two hardest names to spell and pronounce. <laughs> Equinemius. <laughs> St. Brown, but you know, I always loved him for Notre Dame. He's been one of my favorite draft picks in recent years, so sad to see him go, but uh, he's going to be over there with Luke Getze, who is the... And uh, Lucas Patrick. And <laughs> Lucas Patrick, also signed with the Bears, which... Um, but Bron- we got their punter, at least! Yes! Revenge! Revenge. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, what a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, here we are again. This is, I mean, the offseason, you always get all excited, and here we are crying again. Yeah. Uh, what else can we touch on here? I don't know. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we'll. Uh, no, no, we won't actually. <laughs> let's touch on. Let's touch on a little bit more of the Bill Turner move because that's the most questionable one. You know, we cut Z, which uh, sadly, Braun, you were incorrect about us keeping him. But everyone well, else. We'll see. But yeah. Yeah, probably. we'll see. Probably. Everyone else kind of saw that one coming. Saved like twelve and a half million dollars straight up. So it was like that's kind of the easiest move they could have made. Um, but Bill Turner, not one that anyone saw coming. Like, and it's still like, why? Why did they? Why did they cut Bill Turner? They're starting. He can play everywhere on the line, which is what they value there. I I have no idea why that move was made. It saved him like three million dollars, a little bit more than that. And but there's like five million dead dead cap now. I, like what? It makes we, no sense. I that mean, was like, so weird. It's, the last thing we needed to do on this O line is get younger, and we just did. I mean, John <laughs> Runyon is already young. We've got Josh Myers, who was just a rookie. Royce Newman, who was just a rookie. Will these guys develop? 
I sure hope so, but otherwise we've got a bunch of young dudes on the O-line. David Bakhtiari, he, hopefully he plays this year. Hopefully he's ready. Elton Jenkins just tore his ACL. Elton, we are, we yeah. are now without one of our better players, especially on the O-line. He's been here for a while now, ever since that 2019 signing spree that we ended up having, and he played that year, obviously. But man, what a bizarre situation to and go Turner, in. And Turner, we gave him a lot of money in 2019, and that was the one of the more questionable moves that we made that right, year. Right, but it's not like you, like you said, and it's he not played like we well. saved that much. He's played well for us. Yeah, and he's played well. Versatile I mean, guy. He hasn't been crazy good, but he's been a re- one of the most reliable guys on on that line for sure. So now what do we do? Is it a draft situation? Like I don't oh, understand. God. This does, now oh. this does not maintain, let alone <laughs> it enhance does not our roster. Maintain anything. In fact, it destroys some of the most foundational pieces of our squad. Bill going out, Z going out. Not if we're not going to sign Rasul, I mean, he was one of the reasons we won so many games last year because he made literal game-saving, game-changing score points plays. Like that's not something you just want to let go walk on the street like he better be back and that's the 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 concern was like getting everybody back letting the guys go that you needed to let go like if you're gonna let z go okay go do that but also go and get a receiver or go get another o-lineman get a sixth guy to get swing on uh, on the left and the right side for for potential injuries like acls to david or acls to elton like we are missing guys you know we need to come in strong and try to compete with these other teams that are adding players left and right with less cap space than we do. I'm getting sick of it, actually. <laughs> so now the O-line left to right goes Bakhtiari, who hopefully he's going to be back. We all think that's going to happen. John Runyon starting at left guard. The big giraffe, man. Get on the field, please, for goodness <laughs> sakes. <laughs> please. Can we please watch you play this year and actually have a good left tackle? <laughs> hey, he played in Detroit. Oh, my God. Can you believe that in hindsight? This guy comes back for the the Lions game, can't play in the playoffs. Um, and then we start, who did we start there? Oh, we started Bill at left tackle over Yash. And good right. thing our starting left tackle is, oh, wait, no, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so left guard would be John Runyon, you know. So, eh, average. Average. Maybe he can improve. Maybe it's the Let's year hope. three, right? Uh, Josh Myers. Average, rookie, mm. center, young. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Myers, he played well. He played well. The, now this one, Royce Newman at right Young, mm. bad, <laughs> awful. <laughs> Royce, I don't feel good about. I don't feel good about Royce. And then I guess, I don't know, we're going to have to put Elton at right tackle. With one leg. <laughs> Send him out there with the crutches, man. He'll be okay. Better than our next option. <laughs> yeah, who is the next option? Cole Van Lennon. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Bill Turner, man, what did he oh do? Oh, my goodness. What did Bill Turner do? Who did do? he punch in the face on his last day of work, I want to know? I mean, like, come on, man. We could have just restructured him. Probably would have saved almost as much as it. It literally as makes no sense. Did we really I don't, need that they, money? Maybe they have a plan to go get somebody else, but that would make no sense no, to dude, me. No, dude, they wanted O'Donnell, the punter, and they're like, we can't make this move. we got to <laughs> cut our right tackle. <laughs> oh, God, man. Uh, oh, it's so confusing. Boy. That one's so weird. I thought our first move would be a long snapper, but they got a punter instead. So that, <laughs> yeah. our next one, I'm telling you right now, our next move will be signing another long snapper. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's sad, and it's going to be like Packers sign. <gasps> Who is it? Who is it? Long snapper Josh something. Like, it's going to be some loser <laughs> off the street. I'm a little mad, if anybody can't tell. Yeah. I'm a little... <laughs> Can you Not screaming? my best day. No, I'm I'm screaming. <laughs> I'm screaming right now. Not my best day. Uh, uh, yeah, well... Uh, 
Well, I mean, maybe we can draft one in the first round, right? God, God, help a long me. snapper? No, <laughs> Daggle. <laughs> oh God. Oh I yeah, mean, but yeah. Let's there go goes through, our receiver dream. If yeah, we let's go through these recent first round picks because I, I think the only guy on offense was Jordan Love in the past how many years? So we go 65. Eric Stokes last year. Jordan Love 2019 was who? We haven't drafted. The last guy we oh, drafted 2019 was Rashawn and Savage. The last guy we drafted offensively was that tackle that wasn't good. Yeah, what was his name? I forget. 2011, right? 2011, that year we drafted. Uh, I because then his name. we go Dayton Jones, I think, or was he 13? I can't remember, dude. Uh, 14 was Haha. 15 was Randall. 16 was Clark. 17 was we traded out. Kevin 18 was Jair. 19 was Rashawn and Gary, or <laughs> Rashawn and Gary. <laughs> Rashawn and Savage. Rashawn, yeah. Rashawn and Savage, and then we go Jordan Love, first offensive player. Great, Jordan Love. So, I mean, and he's done a lot of good things for us. So, so the the only position here, I'm looking at a chart here. The only position that I'm confident in is our safeties here, because we got Amos and Savage. That's a good duo. Then we got Vernon Scott, who's hopefully going to develop. Yeah. <laughs> you dropped a no. <laughs> I mean, not like, gonna happen. No, so, he's a seventh round pick. So, he hasn't played anything. For you him. know who I totally forgot about before earlier today? Chandon Sullivan, because I'm looking at our cornerback right now, our cornerback room. He wants. I'm telling you, dude. He wants too much money, and he, <laughs> he just does. he he's, he wants like probably like close to ten million a year, dude. I'm telling you, because he's like. PFF's got him as like a top five slot guy. He's probably asking for like ten million. I don't think anybody's gonna give him that, but maybe some team like the Jets will come out and give him like thirty four million a year. Yeah. So the cornerback room right now looks like Jair, Stokes, Shamar, Sean Charles. We as of right now, season starts tomorrow. We got Shamar playing nickel. That's not great. And some guy named Keandre Thomas is our fifth string. <laughs> <laughs> no you idea don't know Keandre Thomas? Oh, yeah. He's I, got upside. Sorry, fake fan. So, Rasul is a must at this point. Oh, my gosh. Rasul is People a must. I think Rasul is a luxury. I mean, have you seen our roster? Rasul is a must. Yeah. But it would enhance us in a great way because then we have Jair, we've got Rasul, and Eric Stokes. That is an absolute dominant trio at the cornerback position. Yeah. Um, even if we get Rasul back, I mean... Maybe if Chandon can't get what he wants on the open market, maybe we can bring him back for cheap on a one-year deal. Maybe he wants to replay the game next year. I don't know. He had a pretty good season. I don't want to rely on him, man. He's he's good, though. He's good. He's good. He's average, dude. He's average. Remember, he got picked on by Brady. I remember he got picked on by Brady. If we face a good quarterback, dude, he's going to get picked on. Okay, but the thing is, it's just depth because we've got Rasul, Stokes, and Jair out there. It's better than Shamar having, having Chandon on the bench to come in if one of those guys goes down. That's the Chandon theory, dude. What are we going to do on the D-line? Because right now it's Kenny Clark and nobody else. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it's been Dean. that way a long time, I dude. know. Well, Dean Lowry's still out there. Mean Dean. He's been playing all right, I guess. <laughs> He's on his, you know, another year. <laughs> that was the most backhanded Mean Dean I've ever heard. <laughs> mean Dean. <laughs> Mean uh, Well, TJ Slayton looked good at times, but he's obviously, you know, not, not going to be. He looked not great at times. Yeah, also, I mean, Twitter also. got me really excited for TJ Slayton last year. And well, at least we have undrafted Jack Heflin out there. <laughs> the bag of dirt, what they call it. Trash can full of dirt. Yeah, that's it. He's that's a trash it. can already. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. That's a good well, one. No sadly, it's not. It's, it's the sadly, it's the truth right now. We need. We I'm, need help on the D line. I'm being a little harsh here, but I like good players, and we just don't have many of those on the, some of these dude, positions. Right we've now. had the same holes 
for years now, it's always been the run defense, which was get Kenny some help, get someone next to Kenny other than Dean Lowry or Tyler Lancaster. We've been saying that for years. And it's also been get Devontae some help, get someone next to him who's not Alan Lazard or MVS. And well, At least we have Steven Wordle, a long snapper. <laughs> yeah, well, the D-line, that's we're going to have to address that. Fletcher Cox gets released today, a couple hours ago. That's, that's a, a guy. We both looked at each other and said, now that, that is the guy we're going to That's a Super get. Bowl move. Yeah, we'll, that's we'll an all-in see. move. Fletcher yeah, Cox. That's why we're not going to do it. Yeah, that's why we're, it's not happening. But, it sounds like he's going to go back to Philly, actually. So. No, it's possible. It's not confirmed. That's what people are saying. People, well, who knows? I'd yeah, like to see People say a whole lot. Bay. People say that Rasul's out, out of Green Bay, going to get big money. People say Rasul is still in talks with Green Bay. No one really knows what they're talking about, especially this time of year. So, who knows, man? Who knows? But maybe Fletcher would be a great pickup, definitely. Fletcher and Julio, I mean, I'm... That's literally, that's all we my, need. Just give us that. That's all we need, And dude. then maybe draft a right tackle at that and then, point or Yeah, something. If, like, at that point, I'm fine with drafting a right tackle. Yeah, then we... D- Get a receiver. Just, just let's address something. Like, yeah. instead of just, like, sitting here with our hands... You know, what is that saying? <laughs> sitting, sitting on our here, hands. Sitting on our hands, whatever. Yeah, yeah sitting here with our hands. Let's uh, <laughs> let's just, like, like, let's actually do something with those hands of ours, right? Let's Linebacker, we've got Devondre Campbell. I awesome mean, that player. was amazing. Yes. Man, because coming into that day, that was the first day you were here, we both kind of thought maybe he's going to test the market because he's probably going to get big money on the open market, maybe. So we weren't sure about that. Love Devondre. I mean, he is so good for this team. <laughs> and now he's back. Five years of this excellent 50 million, play. 10 million a year. Finally invested I mean, something oh, in the position, right? That inside linebacker we've been waiting for. Finally. We both watched him explode. Even in the Saints game, we were like, wow, this guy is fast, he's mm-hmm. large, mm-hmm. he's like just something we've never had at the position. Yes, the dude. combination of size and speed with the run-stopping ability, the pass coverage ability. And I remember, Griff, how many times, we've said this a lot, but like people were dogging on him in the first game. Oh, Devondre, just not <laughs> looking did, good out there. What did that guy say? I don't even want to put his name out there. But one, of these, one of these guys goes, more mediocrity at the <laughs> linebacker position, and I'm like, "Are you? Are we watching the same football game here? This is supposed to be. By the way, this is one of the supposed to be one of the intelligent uh, people on Twitter that know things about football. And I'm like, "Are we watching the same game? This guy looks good. Like he's definitely playing. He's not gonna. He's not the reason we're losing in this Saints game." And then you watch it back, and he, and you watch the rest of the season. No, he said that for the Lions game, week two. He gave up one touchdown. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that one play. And I thought he had good coverage on him. He did have good there. coverage on him. And I was one. like, are we watching the same football game? Like, this is really, really sad that some of these people don't know anything about football, but... Yeah, I don't know. I love Devondre. Glad based to have him on back. the play on the f- based on the play on the field oh, through one and a half games, it's crazy. Devondre was the no doubt starter from the moment he showed up. He's looked dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> and I and here my I tweeted right under it. I said he was there in decent coverage. What games have you been watching? He's hardly the issue. And I That's said September that right 20th. then. That was September twentieth. And <laughs> should I say it again? I told you so. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, what a yeah. nightmare. Well, Devondre, thank God he's in Green Bay. Probably could have gotten more money elsewhere, but he loves being a Packer. It's great. It's great when guys love being a Packer. You know. Right. So, what, Griff, where do we go from here now? What are we doing? What's the move you're looking Are you? Is it is it Fletcher Cox, or is it just let's get Rasul back and try to run it back oh, as best we can? Back we down. have issues. That's the problem. We don't know what we're going to do. The cap makes no sense because we have to be under the cap by the start of the new league year. Can we just go over the cap again today? Like, what's stopping us from doing that? Nothing. Is anything stopping uh, us from doing that? nothing. The Rams just The Rams just did it. it. Yeah, the Rams just did it. I mean, come on. I'm not even sure the Rams ever got underneath. 
Like, who even knows? <laughs> Did anyone check? Did anyone... And it's not like they have any draft picks to, like, worry about getting fined picks and stuff because they literally don't... Yeah, what are they going to do? Take away their first round pick? That yeah. they don't have? Like... <laughs> I hate their... I hate their process over there in LA, man. I mean, they just want to ring, but I hate the... I hate the principle, man. And we should have beaten the 49ers, and then the Rams would have come to Green Bay in the NFC Championship game, and we would have smoked them, but that didn't happen, sadly. But, you know, they got a ring out of it. They're going to try it again. I don't think it's going to work again. No, well, they've lost Von Miller. Von OBJ's, Miller. Dude. OBJ's got an ACL. Robert Woods has an ACL. Allen Robinson was a necessity. That's the true reality. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth, man. Van Jefferson, Robinson Cup. That's a that's a pretty good trio. That's an excellent trio. That's a but great trio. That's actually very, very good. They Why can't just, we have that? We can't <laughs> even can't have, we The have problem that. is we can't even have a number two. And we also now don't have a tight end at this moment. Oh, my God, Because yeah. Tunyon's got the ACL, and he's probably not a guy that's going to be able to pass a physical to come back regardless right now. So he'll be after... He, I, I'm assuming he'll be back, but we don't have a superstar Next to Devontae, whether it's even if it's a tight end, let's go get a good tight end, man. Let's go get yeah. Gronk. But he's going back to the Bucks now with with Brady's return. Yeah. Every idea I've had about maybe adding somebody is just gone Tom into Brady the has ruined a lot of this. I mean, talk about my life. You could sum that up right there. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady has ruined my entire life in many ways. Uh, I mean, him not being in Tampa Bay that was that was huge, man. That's the NFC is wide open. That's what it's opened our, it up it's for our us. conference. Yeah. Now he's back, and we've got L.A. And you'd think that'd have, us, team. that'd have us put our foot on the gas a little bit more, but instead we're still sitting here with no. Steven Wordle at long snapper. <laughs> uh, mm. And we didn't touch Crosby's contract. That at was least just, he's uh, staying. Yeah, at least yeah. he's... That would be... That would be absurd. That would. That's when you start really yeah. shoving your head into a wall. Yeah, I mean, as of... We didn't touch Mercedes either. I mean, that felt like an easy one to just restructure him. That would be cleared up a couple million. They'll have to do some more stuff, man. They've got to get some better players. Yeah, right now, our tight end room looks like Sadie's, DeGuara, and Dom Daphne. Love, love that, those two Thank guys. God they brought back Dom Daphne. Good for the brand. But um, Mercedes and is... Josiah is still <laughs> yeah, Josiah, man. Yeah, he's been on the pod. Right. He's yeah. been on the pod. We interviewed him. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's get into some free agents that haven't been signed yet. In that, Just for fun, because we know... Yeah, it's not going to happen, but... Let's just talk about them as if there's a possibility that it could happen. So, first guy you want to talk about, go ahead. I like Austin Hooper, man. Tight end. Austin Hooper. He's a guy that we were wanting to sign, if you can recall. Last time he was a free agent, ended up signing a huge, huge deal with the uh, Cleveland Browns. They just cut him. And he's a guy I'd like to see them get, just because he can do a little bit of everything. Um... I think he can block too. Like it's not just a, a receiving thing, and obviously in Green Bay you need him to block. Uh, yeah, I think he's just—he's a good target. He can catch the ball. Like he's—he's he's got good hands. Just something we could work with, I think. Uh, just to add another body, he's got good experience playing in high-powered offenses. I think he'd be a good fit. Um, he was with Atlanta with Matt Lafleur there. I feel like there's a connection, right? He was right. So he, he wasn't. Yes, he was originally with Atlanta. Sure, yeah. So I mean, I think the connection with him, Matt Lafleur being there at one point, part of the. Uh, you know, part of the Super Bowl roster that they got to the Super Bowl with. Yeah. Um, I they feel won, like good, right? They beat Tom Brady. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Uh, good fit, I feel like. I, you know, the prior interest is always what I look at, and I feel like with that being the case there, um, makes sense. Yeah, he's a good player, man. I would like to have him in Green Bay. We've never really had a tight end like that. Closest thing is Tunyon, obviously, but Tunyon is a limited player, and a lot of his, his success in 2020 came, you know, schematic, I feel like. And now he's hurt, though. And now he's hurt. End, and he ACL. wasn't having a good season before that, either. That's true. He was so. the, th- the stuff that he was having a lot of success with. It's a tough word, man. 
the stuff that he was having a lot of success with just wasn't coming through um, because teams were starting to cover up those rollouts, the play action. Yeah, stuff man, that the too high over. game really shut down a lot of what worked for us in 2020. Exactly. So that shut down a lot of Tunyon's success. But Hooper, I feel like, is a guy who can win on his own. That would be a fun one, but I don't know. I don't know. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would would that turn your spirits around if we signed Austin Hooper? Yes, it yeah. gives us another. It, I, we need a downfield tight end threat. Yeah, right now Rogers we do has not never have worked that. with that since Finley. No, we haven't had somebody who can like Jimmy actually Graham. get downfield. Jimmy Graham, but oh, doesn't count. No, doesn't count. No. Jimmy, Akeem Hicks. Yes, yes, that's a guy I've literally been wanting for. That would so be fun, long. dude. That'd I be never fun. thought that would be possible. But plugging in Akeem next to Kenny, dude. Never thought be it'd fun. be possible to have him as a Packer, but he would be such a good fit. He is ridiculously good. I don't even know how he got to the market because he is... They cut him. He was a cap casualty, Exactly. No? I don't understand what the Bears are doing, Weird. for the record. Well, they're trying to get younger. I get it. They went and signed Ogan Joby, who's like three years younger than Akeem Hicks, when they cut Eddie Goldman as well. Don't get that move at all. The Bears are stupid, but that's obviously we know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Yeah, I would love Akeem. I would love Akeem. He's up there with, like, Calais, I would like, who's still on sign. Calais is, Calais, he's a bit older, but... He, I mean, he's been balling every year. Like, he it's has not been like he's been. It's not like he's getting much worse. He's just continuing to play well. He's ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. actually. What the heck? <laughs> he's a good player. <laughs> he's continuing the ball out. I mean, we're looking at his PFF grades here. He had 90, a 90 grade in 2019, went a little bit lower, a 75 in 2020, and he was 34 at the time. Now he's 35. He got an 81 grade. I mean, like, he's not getting worse. That's for yeah. sure. To put him next to Kenny Clark, they would feast together, oh, man, in the nice, inside. Dude. That would Get be him ridiculous. on a, a lot of these guys, I'm okay with just getting on a one-year deal. We're in the business of trying to win a championship here. We're not yeah. looking to add a bunch of crazy long-term deals. Yeah. We don't have to I do would it. love to. I would of love course. to. I would love the strategy that we enrolled in 2019 of attacking young players who were ascending and giving them big contracts with like several years, four or five years. Right, of course. And just you letting them grow that. as Packers. But I'm also open to the strategy of giving veterans one year, two year deals. Super Bowl moves is what we're in now. Twenty nineteen yeah. we were retooling, reloading, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, now that we was a trying, reload, yeah. Now we're trying to maintain and enhance is the words that Brian yes, so maintain and said. Enhance. So if he's gonna put out a statement like that, I'd like to see some of it be backed up with a guy like Calais Campbell or Akeem Hicks or Austin Hooper. Or whoever else. Now, a tackle would be a little bit of a tease, I feel like, because it's like, uh, uh, imagine we shelled out big money for Dwayne Brown. That'd be like, ugh. I mean, that's only a need because we cut Billy Turner. <laughs> like, uh, that'd be, that would annoy me. Juju I mean, Smith-Schuster. They could just go with Yash Nyman, I guess. But right? But we're getting younger uh. and younger and younger, and it's just like, it's not what we need when Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. One bad hit to Rodgers off a misread on the offensive line leads to a lost season yep. when Rodgers is already 38. It's just not what and, we're looking and for. And Bill Turner is one of Aaron's better friends on this Yes, team, dude. What is like. that? I have no idea. I will never understand that move. I will never understand it weird. until Brian comes it's out and says weird. something. That's such a That's weird move. That's not something Rodgers... I, I doubt Rodgers approved that. That's such a weird move. That's dude. not something Rodgers would go and be like, yes, do that, Brian. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's a conversation yeah, I want to get hit more. <laughs> That's a conversation that affects his job, no? You think Rodgers was consulted in that? I'm interested know. to know. I don't know. I don't know. Juju Smith-Schuster. That'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Get Slot on a prove-it deal. No. Mm. Not happening. Slot guy. Mm. Too much noise. He can play outside. Don't like him. He can play outside. Not a fan. Yeah, not a great guy, but... Not a know. good locker room. Jarvis, not a fan. Jarvis would be good if we didn't have a slot receiver, yeah, but he's just... Yeah, we got a million slot receivers, man. makes no sense for it. us. It's not what we need. Um, Linval Joseph, another kind of those interior D-line type of guys who I wouldn't hate bringing in. Um, 
Will Fuller. He's the guy I've been wanting for a long time. He's the guy, man, right? Like he's been injured. He's been very injured a lot, but he was he missed all of last season, right? Did he play week one? I think he, he played, may have played a little bit, one. but he he should come cheap. He's a guy we've been get him wanting. on a prove it deal, man. Just yes, I six mean, million, five million, one year with a vo- even put void void years at the end, right? And just get get him on a cheap number and just insert him into this offense. See what he can do with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, yes, right, man? Come this on. This is a guy who goes back to twenty twenty at the trade deadline yes. when everyone thought we were going to trade. He for Will wanted Fuller. to come here. Yeah, he wanted to Ugh. come here. God, man, so. So bitter about this, but yeah, Will Fuller. That be that would be a lot of fun. I would get very excited over that signing. Julio is not even on this list. It looks like that we're looking at. He's obviously we. Both Julio think. would yes. That's the number one receiver. Obviously, that I think we both would. That would be the guy that if we were to go out and get would be the best chance to maximize the opportunity to get an All Pro level player, even though he's aging. Julio Jones is, you know, he can still go. I feel it's Julio like Julio Jones. Right situation. He with Rodgers. He's never played with a quarterback like Rodgers, right? Never. Never, never had Devontae next to him. No, know? he's never had that kind of help. This is dude. the kind of thing that opens up the field for both of those guys. Yes. Makes both of those guys better. Makes Aaron Rodgers better. Makes the whole team this better. This is a guy. He's coming off of a bad year with the Titans. That was a bad trade. His value is never going to be lower than it is right now. We bring him in. We he, we revitalize his career. We get just strengthen his already Hall of Fame resume. And that that's the signing. That's the signing that is going to happen. Jamison Crowder, another slot guy that uh, I would like if we didn't have 14 million slot receivers. He's a guy I'd like to, but I don't know. It'd have to be the money right. I, I think he's quite talented, really, but I don't know. It's it's just tough. He's 29. I don't know. It, it makes sense if we could go get him, possibly, and, and try to experiment with him a little bit, but his size is a bit of an issue. I don't know. It's He's a guy I like, but probably not at this time. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You know, I wouldn't hate it if we brought him back. I wouldn't hate it, you know. Nobody would hate it because he's been good. He's he's, I feel he's like been he's really just, good. If we can get back like that 2020 can, season. He's showing us like that he can do these amazing things and just it's never consistency with him, though. Yeah. He's Mr. Inconsistent, and yeah. that is the issue. That's the sad part. I mean, you look at the splits with and without him. It's it, There's definitely a, a drop-off in offensive production when he's not out there in 2020 or 2021, but... Uh, I don't know. I feel like we can just get a guy who can bring to the table what he brings and just play his role a lot better, you know? Another guy, Emmanuel Sanders, he was 35. with the Bills. He's 35 years old, but I feel like he's got a lot left in the tank. He, we've yeah. been interested in him in the past. Yeah, we have. I don't know. Well, who's we? Is it Goody Kunst or is it fan base? <laughs> I don't know. That's, I mean, that's we've true been for reported. a lot of this. Who knows if yeah. it's true or not, but I like him. Yeah. I don't know. I also don't know. I mean, like, what is he going to provide at the age of 35? He made some plays last year, man. Yeah. He's still got juice in there. Decent player, man. I feel like he could come in and, and be something for us, but it's also, you know. That's not one want? that really excites you, though. No, I don't, I don't get excited. Like, three years ago when I wanted him, I might get excited, but now, I mean, what, what more was he going to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Sheldon Richardson, another interior D-line guy who we could bring in. Wouldn't hate that. That'd be pretty fun. Better than Dean Lowry, I suppose. All right, we're looking at the rest of these free agents. There's just <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> the rest of the guys on this free agent list are just, uh, like, we, we've talked about everyone who would excite us even a little bit. Jared Cook, actually. Jared Cook, 35? Free agent? Uh, 
you know, yeah, that's it. That's it for the free agents. We're probably going to end up signing some guy that none of us have ever heard of to play tight end behind Mercedes, but yeah, we're, or we're just not going to sign anyone. That could happen too, but that's going to do it for today's episode of Today in Town, the first ever in-person pod. We're going to be back later this week. We're, we're going to do another one of these in-person ones before Braun scoots out of my house. Hopefully, we're going to have news on Rasul by then, and hopefully Julio Jones and Fletcher Cox will be a member of the Green Bay Packers. Probably not, but you know what? I'm going to get my hopes up like I always do. But for me, <laughs> for Braun, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go Pack Go. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.